many people have this idea that they have to create masterpieces. But sometimes a practice is just that. You're repeating things over and over again, things that you enjoy, like knitting or crochet. I mean, you're just doing the same thing over and over, but changing it up a little bit. So it can be that way with art techniques. You can do the same things over and over again if you enjoy it for the sheer process of just kind of practicing. Welcome to Show Up or Shut Up with Wendy Solganic, also known as Willa.Wanders on Instagram. This podcast features real and raw conversation about the lives of prolific makers. What is really happening behind all of those gorgeous photos of art on Instagram? How we came to be prolific makers? What makes us consistently show up? and the very real challenges that we all face. This episode of Show Up or Shut Up is brought to you by the Willow Workshops found at willowwanders.com. Take a class in how to make your own Willow journals, have fun with a secret tag book, or enroll in our year-long mixed media art experience, Fodder School. These and many more outstanding courses are available right now at willowwanders.com. Welcome back to Show Up or Shut Up, Megan. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. So for people listening who do not know Megan, which would be hard to believe at this point, Our guest today is Megan Quinlan, and Megan is a mixed media artist and bookmaker who has been making mixed media art and books for, I'm going to guess, at least 20 years. Yes. Yes. Megan was a previous guest on Show Up or Shut Up, and the reason that we're having her back on today is that we are going to be asking Megan a lot of questions about a course that Megan has designed that is very special to Megan, but also has now become very special to me for multiple reasons. And you'll hear all about that on the episode. So just to get us started out, Megan, can you just remind us who you are and why mixed media art is important to you? Sure. Um, So my name is Megan. <laughs> um, I have been doing mixed media art um, for over 20 years. I just like to use that number. I think it's been a lot more, but then I feel too old. But I got into it in my 20s. Um, and it really was something that I did as a hobby. Um And I really got only into the bookbinding side of things because at the time I was an avid journaler. So I was always writing in journals and I loved the idea of using creativity um, to make your own journals. And then I would then use them just to write in. I did start picking up some collage techniques and mixed media techniques, but all of it was really to make these very practical journals that I would use and sometimes sell as well. Um, 
And, you know, I, the world of mixed media and collage art and art journaling opened up around that time um, because of all the magazines. And I started taking classes from, you know, a lot of the, the people who were really big back then, like Claudine Helmuth and Michelle Ward and Nina Bagley. It, it was a really fun time. Um, but then I had kids. And the one thing about art for me is that I never saw myself as an artist. I always saw myself as somebody who is a creative person. And so I got into sewing um, because again of the practicality of it. I could be creative. I wasn't an artist. And I, I really got into sewing for a good 10 years. Um, I made all my kids clothes, everything in my house. I had a tiny little sewing business. Um, and it wasn't until a few years after my kids were, you know, like middle age, like nine or 10, where I was going through divorce, life was turned upside down. I turned 40 at the same time. <laughs> and my life was just crazy. And I felt the need to write again, which I hadn't done the entire time really as, um, you know, I became a parent. And so I started writing again and that's where I picked back up where I was buying pretty journals right in. And then I wanted some cool art supplies. And then I just threw myself into it because by then there were online classes, there was creative bug, and I was like, you know what? I am going to learn how to do all the stuff I was too afraid to do. And that's when I really started teaching myself how to draw and how to paint and really, really just learning all the time. And, um, and then I came back to bookbinding, which has always been my first love. So talk to me about how you first started thinking up like this thing of I like to journal because journaling is probably I'm going to guess like a therapeutic practice for you so yeah. I like to do this journaling and maybe just writing in a notebook like a white notebook with lined paper maybe you wanted to do something more with it because I know that I have started journaling practices at various points in my lifetime and I have never kept up with it on my own, but it's quite different. The experience for me of journaling and having the fun of the mixed media art combined with it, but not in a way where one thing is, you know, really dominant over the other. This this book has a unique, I think, and special place for me because one thing isn't dominating the other. Like there really is room for a lot of both. So can you just walk me through, I guess, how did you start conceptualizing? Well, I love the journaling, but I also love the art and how can I combine it? I think you kind of touched on some of it there in, in that, you know, obviously I think everybody knows that journaling um, can be very cathartic and, and very healing and 
it's a great place to be introspective and all that. And you wouldn't necessarily think of it as a creative endeavor. However, there is a cathartic and therapeutic element to just the practice of making art. When I hear the phrase art practice, to me, that means it's something you're doing over and over again. And usually if you're practicing something, it's something you're passionate about, whether it's um, a fitness practice or a cooking practice. It's something that you're interested in, you're passionate about, you're learning. And so the same kind of experiences that art gave me in terms of the catharsis and the feeling of it being a self-practice, which it was, I mean, for a long time when I came back to it, it was still a very stressful period. I had gotten through the divorce, but then I was faced with a parent who was getting diagnosed with a terminal illness. I had teenagers going through difficult times. And I also was breastfeeding a baby all night long and life was just crazy. And it was really around that time that I came back to the art full time every day I was on Instagram because that was my little way of creating a self-care practice. I just showed up. It wasn't pressure at all. It was a way for me to show up for myself with art. And that kind of grew four or five years later when, you know, again, things even out, mellow out, but then new changes occur in, in new challenges. And the art was doing it for me, but then I got to a place where I wanted to get back to the more introspective writing my thoughts out and um, really kind of finding a place every day where I could just have that more official kind of cathartic feel. And at that time, Art was part of that, but it needed to be writing too. So it was kind of like all my life I did one or the other. And I finally got to a place where I wanted to do both at the same time. It was a very distinct, I need to do the art every day, but now I need to write every day. How can I combine those two things? And it's kind of like what you said, you wanted to have a journaling practice, but it never stuck. I think if you're a creative person and a visual person, sometimes writing on a blank page just doesn't seem as satisfying as writing on something that's inspiring to you. And so I decided, hey, I'm a bookbinder and um, I don't have a lot of time to write, so I don't need line pages or anything like that, but I just need something to come to every day where I just do a little bit of writing, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is, but it still needs to have the art element to inspire me. And so that's when I made my first journal. I'm like, what am I doing? I know how to do this. So um, I created a journal that was very colorful. It wasn't overtly lined pages or anything like that. So it took the pressure off trying to write volumes. And then I experimented with all the mixed media techniques that I love to really kind of do both at the same time. I'm, I'm doing the art part, I'm getting that part of my practice in, and I'm doing the writing part, I'm getting that part of my practice in. And 
and that's where I kind of developed that first journal. So I'm just going to butt in here and say that one of the most significant and profound advances, I think, (laughs) when it comes to uh, creating this book and actually using it in a practical way that you have brought into, you know, this practice. And again, I have no idea if anyone else has ever done this before. I'm just saying like, I've never done this before. I learned it from you in this course is that you have created these basic formulas that allow people to have different types of sessions with the book. So I'm going to be very specific. Um, Like I can sit down with the book and I can just add art to different pages all over the book. I could jump around. I could jump around in different sections. I can add fussy cut items. I could add, you know, mark making pencil uh, or not pencil lines, like, like lines to pages and, and you demonstrate all of this in the course. And I don't have to be in the mindset at that place where I'm actually doing any of the writing. Because for me, it's a very different type of brain power that does the art making than does the writing. And also the writing comes when the writing needs to come. Whereas the actual art making and gluing pieces down and, you know, drawing borders and lines and all of those things and stenciling and working with paint, that's probably something I could just I would be happy to do that at any time. But this separates out the two. And what I found is that it just made the, I can't, it's hard to explain the magic of this, but it's like somehow by separating out those two brain purposes or brain, like brain related things that you need to do it's made it so that when I need to write, those art pages are there for me to fill in. And I have been filling up art journal pages faster than I have ever filled them in my life. <laughs> well, that that is so good to hear. Um, and, you know, obviously that's kind of, the idea behind it. And I'm sure, you know, I feel like so many people have done this over the years um, and, you know, incorporating these two elements for sure. um, Mixed media and writing. Um, I'm definitely not inventing the wheel, but just this style of the journal for me, you know, I was combining the elements that work best for me and also just, I think it was, you know, my, my lifestyle kind of really is what made the journal, the genesis of this project necessary in that um, I work, you know, I, I still have very small to older children. I'm potty training and driver's training and it's, it's crazy all the time on top of all the other stuff. So you know, I have pockets of time to work. And so very early on, when I came back to this practice, in order to be prolific or to get a lot done, I had to change my process and do one step 
you know, a lot and then come back and do another step a lot in that, you know, for this journal, in order for me to be able to show up every day, a lot of stuff had to be done so that when it was ready, like you said, ready to do the writing kind of stuff was set up for me and I, I could do it there. Same thing with the art part. You know, there are times where I'll do several spreads ahead so that, you know, they're done and I'm encouraged um, to go back and, and write when I'm ready. And again, like, you know, I, I'm sure there's there's just been so many people out there who do this in their own way. Um, it was more about doing it in the way that worked best for me. So really, you know, this class is kind of about my style and, and just, you know, the formulas when I set up the, the spreads and stuff, the formulas that work best for me. When I, when I did my first journal, there were all these things, and I kind of go over it in the class a little, of just things that kind of did work and didn't work. And by the time I got to the second journal, I knew, okay, I want this to be a class. So I'm really going to pull out the things that work and I can do over and over again. And that's the idea. You don't have to be original at all in this journal. So that's why the formulas are there. They reduce all the thinking about doing something unique on every page. You're just doing stuff that really works best so that you can write and you can use them over and over. If you enjoyed doing it once, you'll enjoy doing it again. And that was the whole point for me. And again, it's just my preferences, the things that were fun for me to do. So those are the ones that I'm going to repeat in my own journals. And now I'm sharing that with, you know, the world. <laughs> For me, the formulas have taken a lot of the pressure off of like the pressure to make something cool or unique or beautiful that I can then go write on. So first of all, the pages themselves of the book are already all pre-decorated. So there is a base layer on every single page of the book when you make the book. Then you add the formula to the page, like one of Megan's formulas. And in order to assist with remembering what those formulas are, we have had a beautiful printable manual designed and created so that the participants of the course can have the manual that just kind of lives wherever their art practice lives in their home or they could take it on the go with them and you don't have to like go back and keep watching the lessons over and over in order to spark your imagination of like oh what are the basic formulas you'll actually have the manual so you can just reference that really easily and now I've lost my train of thought but um I don't even know why I started I don't even well, I'm going to interject here because I think that's important too to say, you know, again, it's like this is something that I'm sure people have been doing for years, but but the spreads that I added to the course are the spreads that work best for me and I think would be very accessible to anybody. So that's why I put them in the class. But the idea is I give you a whole bunch. People may only want to take like five or six that they enjoy making and conversely add their own. I mean, they may say, okay, I'm getting the idea of what's kind of behind creating the spreads ahead of time. 
me try my own little, you know, combination of things. Hey, that worked. Let me go and do that a couple more times in the journal. Um, really, the biggest idea, and you just kind of touched upon this, is just to take the pressure off. This isn't a journal where you have to be originally creative every day. It's just doing something to keep your hands busy and just take all the pressure off, either creating-wise or writing-wise. And I think those two things, like you've touched upon, people can get, um, you know, a little frozen when it comes to blank pages or a little frozen when they're pressured to, like, create some original art. Many people have this idea that they have to create masterpieces. But sometimes a practice is just that you're repeating things over and over again, things that you enjoy like knitting or crochet. I mean, you're just doing the same thing over and over, but changing it up a little bit. So it can be that way with art techniques. You can do the same things over and over again if you enjoy it for the sheer process of just kind of practicing, you know, like as a meditation almost, or, you know, yoga, you, you have a yoga routine, you do the same routine every day. And, and you, you know, find a relaxing um, effect from that. So it's really more about that. It's more of a self care practice, low pressure, no thinking, you don't have to show it to anybody. It's really so that you can show up for yourself and whatever comes out, comes out. If it's super introspective and cathartic, awesome. If it's more of a gratitude journal or just some encouraging quotes and then just doing some really, you know, fun spreads that you like or um, mixed media techniques that you like, it can be that too. It, it really is just a little, I call it my little room or best friend. When I turn open the pages, it's just me and this little book. It's here for me. You so know. I want to talk about two really important things and I want to say them out loud so I don't forget again. <laughs> Literally, I'm just in a forgetful like place right now. So the first thing is I want to talk about how there is room even within the formulas for people's own creativity and styles. And then the second thing that I want to talk about is just all the different types of things people could write about that are not necessarily, you know, stream of consciousness writing, because I know that that's not something that everybody likes to do. So I want to just talk about different things. So the first thing that I want to mention, because it's so important, is that I know that I have personally shown Megan the pages in my book. And I think you can probably attest to that there's my, my personality is in my book. It does, it's not like, oh my gosh, this looks like Megan's book. I mean, you know, it's a journal into your art book, but there's a lot of my own personality in there in the way that I take your formulas, I guess, and turn them a little bit into my own. Would you, would you agree with that? Yeah. And that is what I really want. I mean, they're just there as a little backbone or structure, but it's so much more exciting to see someone using it in their own way and making it personal to them. It's, it's very, to me, it was very easy to do that. And I don't mean, I don't mean to paint a picture that I have dramatically changed the formulas because that's not actually the case, but with the few little personality touches that I have added, 
to me, the pages feel it's it's like it, it keeps it from being from, I guess, maybe becoming slightly stagnant in the sense that you surprise yourself, I guess, is really what it is. You know, you go in there to write out, let's say, the lyrics to your favorite song and you come up with maybe um, a different way of putting the lines on the paper. And it's like, oh, wow, this looks so cool. I'm going to repeat this yeah. on other pages. Like I'm doing really big wavy flowing lines. I mean, there's just, I don't know. It's really fun. Okay. So I just, I had to mention that because I don't want to paint a picture that everyone's book is going to look exactly like Megan's book because it's going to look like your book and you're going to take it wherever you want to go. If you decide you want to do this. Um, the other thing that I said that I wanted to talk about was just, the the whole thing about writing you know not everybody wants to write the same things so what are the kinds of things Megan that you have been writing and you can talk here about the different books that you have because I know that behind the scenes you have a book that you are able to share to the world on Instagram and YouTube but that you also reserve another book that is more private because let's get real there are things that, you know, we can't photograph and can't video because it's very, very private thoughts. Yeah. I mean, well, again, I think for everybody, it'll be different. These aren't necessarily journals that people have to share by any means. Or again, you know, if, if it's an inspirational journal or even, you know, like the Bible journals out there that, you know, it's a great place for that people can write about some of the things that are important to them in that way. Or again, it, it can be more of a super, you know, introspective private place to work out, you know, what's going on in life. And so for me, um, I, I actually do share pretty much everything on Instagram. I, I'm just kidding. You know, obviously the pages that I share on Instagram really don't have anything in it that's you know super super crazy those are the pages i just don't share um and also my writing isn't beautiful like yours and i don't really think anybody can read my writing <laughs> so i make it really tiny and obscured anyway just in case well that's a great page and i want to put it out there so so there's that but you know for me it really was this kind of place for me to write in more of a cathartic way and you know I'm like you I I am certainly interested in growth and introspection all the time and so it's a lot of that stuff and for me personally right now on my timeline you know my life is 100% dominated by family stuff with my children and you know I have ill parents and and so all the difficulties and challenges that go with that, you know, I'm, I'm really trying to reflect on paper so I can understand things better and, and show up um, in a better way for each stage of each child's nuanced, you know, new stage. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm really hoping for me that it's just my place where I can learn to grow, you know, constantly into a better person to me, all the new challenges, um, and, and that kind of thing. 
but it can also just be because not everybody is going through a lot. And sometimes people are in a place in their life where it's really kind of comfortable and it's, it's relaxing and it's day to day, but maybe you just want to use it like a diary and, and kind of just chronicle the everyday stuff. I'll do that too. You know, I have a whole page <laughs> and it looks beautiful, but the title, and I'll put titles sometimes, you know, it's all about the septic tank day, you know, like I'll write about anything. It's, it's, it, it just depends. You know, sometimes I only have time for an inspirational quote. Um, and sometimes I have times where I can be really introspective or sometimes I'm just, I'm just showing up. And the only thing I have to write about again is like, you know, a septic tank excavation or whatever, like, it doesn't matter. I'm just there and I'm writing and I'm showing up for myself because it's a practice. So who knows what I'm going to do from one day to the next. And that's the idea behind it. There's no expectations for me to do any one thing on any given day. I'm just showing up to this journal. You know, it almost calls to me like, Hey, it's time to sit down with the, the book. Oh, it's always calling to me now. It's yeah. always calling to me. So on the point that you're touching upon, everyone has a different personality. Everyone has different needs. What, you know, what one person enjoys writing about is not what another person enjoys writing about. So I know that there's a lot of people out there who really enjoy keeping lists of things. Yeah. This would be a great book to be like movies I've watched you know, and just keep a running log on a page, set up your page so that every time you watch a movie, you put it in there or shows I've watched books, I'm reading anything. I mean, you know, items I need to purchase for the house. Like it could be lists of anything. anything. It could be anything on any given day. I mean, is it, it literally is that for me, I have like a bucket list for the year on one page. Um, you know, again, septic tank, dug it out. That was a pain in the butt, you know, another page. It, it really could be anything. There's just the whole idea is that this is no pressure. Um, bookmaking, no pressure, mixed media making, and no pressure chronicling in some way. And again, you know, it's a quote, it's using your art supply, whatever it is, it's just a place to show up for yourself every day, however you want. However you want. So I just want to mention yeah. two things that have been particularly powerful in my own personal growth that I have been writing in the book and why I call this book my like personal prayer book is because the things that I'm writing in this book are not things that I'm just going to write one day and then not go back to and reread. I'm actually writing things in this book that I actually want to read every day or, you know, once a week. I mean, it depends on what I'm writing in there. But there, so there's, there's things that I just want to read every morning. Yeah. That are more like mantras, you know, getting myself in a good place mentally and spiritually mm -hmm. and then I've also found this real this thing I've never done before and I'm finding it to be super helpful if I'm really struggling with something and I really want to understand something and find peace with it I have been able to just do google searches 
and a little bit of research and find maybe an article that really explains the thing that I'm going through. And, you know, I'm not talking about a 10 page article. I'm talking about a couple paragraphs. And then what I've done is I've transcribed the article and maybe made a few changes so that I'm really writing it for myself. And I've transcribed it into my book and the act of slowing down it's almost like when you're in college and you're taking notes from your textbook and it's like a way that some people learn yeah is by rewriting something that has been so powerful for me to really understand my own personal journey is just finding like scholarly type articles Again, I love that. not long ones, just short ones, a couple yeah. of paragraphs on something about my personality that I'm struggling with right now. And then learning about it and really internalizing that information so that I really do have a chance of personal growth instead of just being like, oh, I noticed that, you know, I'm like this and then moving on and not really trying to change. Like this is like a book where I'm like really actively trying to put something in my brain and have it stick there. So I well, hope it becomes really sticky for me. <laughs> I, I mean, I love that that is how you're using it. I think, I think that's great. And I think, you know, obviously we're here in the creative community. So anybody who's going to be interested in this course is going to be creative. And, you know, I think so often we separate the two like, writing and, and being creative, but everything is creative. The, I, I think the idea is that because the mixed media elements are there, it takes the pressure off it just being, it, you know, uh, a writing exercise book. And then um, the writing also takes the pressure off feeling like it has to be a strict art journal where you know, again, I think so many people in the community put so much pressure on themselves to have a masterpiece at the end, you know, every time they go to sit down. And I just hear so often that people have all the supplies and they have all this stuff, but they just don't sit down and, and really do anything. And I think it's so sad because unless you're a professional artist, which I mean, even as a professional artist, like I never sit down thinking I have to create a masterpiece today because it's, it's so much all about the journey. It's all about the process. It's never about the end result 99.9% .9 of the time. And I think people forget to just enjoy playing and just showing up for themselves. Who cares what comes out at the end? Or even if you liked it, were you having fun while you were writing or drawing or cutting up paper? That's all that matters. It's, and, and so this book was a way of combining all the things that um, I enjoy doing, but there's no, there's absolutely no way that there's any pressure <laughs> you know, this, I'm using mixed media, something that I love to do, but this isn't artwork. And it also uses journaling and writing, but this isn't like a diary where I, I have blank pages and I have pressure to fi finish a page. Like I have a page that's decorative in nature and maybe I put a sentence on that page. 
I feel good when I'm done. There's no pressure to fill the page. There's no lines telling you what to do. It's just literally a place for you to kind of come to it every day and just do a little something for yourself, however it is, whatever comes out. Or in my case, a lot of something. <laughs> yeah, I think it's impossible for you to do just a little of something. Well, um, when I get like really, you know, when I when I when something really touches <clears throat> me, that's when I get really, you know, into it. And a lot of mixed media projects touch me in that way. <laughs> so yeah. I get really prolific about it. But I, I feel that this book is going to be something that I'm going to make many of because I, hope I, so. I can't imagine myself stopping. I can't imagine myself ever being at a point in my life where like, I'm done with personal growth. I have nothing else to learn. I mean, that's never <laughs> going to happen. I'm so flawed and imperfect. I need books and volumes. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it's the same thing. You know, I'm similar in that way too. I mean, I'm always looking for growth and all that stuff, but you know, again, being more in the thick of all the, you know, the stuff with small people and just kids in school age, you know, all those things, you're always, and I just think this is true for maybe most of us in life, you're, you're always going through a stage and you keep thinking, when I get to that place on my timeline, I will be able to finally just breathe and relax, right? But you know, it's that grass is greener, but it never is that because you get to that. Never is. And then there's a whole bunch of new challenges and, and things to get used to. We went from living with four kids, two grownups in like a two bedroom condo. And we just moved to like, you know, a little tiny Cape Cod, but with big yards. And we were like, when we get to that house with the yards, our lives are going to change. <laughs> and <clears throat> they have but but it's not easier there's there's all these new things to, you know to worry about like I could go on so the important thing that we should all remember <clears throat> and I I do think that you know a lot of this touches upon spirituality and all that stuff is just we always need to make time for ourselves every day to just stop and breathe and not judge ourselves and be grateful um, no matter what is going on. Just have a little moment of peace and serenity and, you know, pleasure and all those things. And so any kind of practice is what will do that for, for someone. And, you know, for this community that's creative and a lot of mixed media people and, and bookmakers and creative thinkers, like it just combines, you know, those things that drive so many of us. It's, you know, being creative and thoughtful and, and making art all in one. All in one. All right. So for people who are listening and are like, wow, this sounds really interesting, but I can't even imagine what they're talking about. Let's talk about the different places where people can go on the internet to see what we're talking about. So the first place is Megan's Instagram account. Megan often has photographs and videos of this specific journal, which is called Journal Into Your Art. Well, the course is called 
journal into your art and i i nicknamed it the the j-i-y-a which i loved i was like wow that's the acronym but it sounds so like i don't know spiritual yeah i was like jaya it i think it reminds me of gaiam yes that new age company i was like oh it is kind of new agey i was like but it's also perfect because i've been calling them my writing journals which is ambiguous because the class is called journal into your art so i like jaya jaya cool oh okay so your instagram account is at what tell us what your instagram is Megan Quinlan studio and it's the same across the board like I also have a YouTube channel which is Megan Quinlan studio and I actually have a video there where I talk about the course um, I, I have a little picture of I have the guide printed out in there I talk about how the course is broken up um, how I use the journals and I do some flip throughs there so I actually have a dedicated video there about the course too so that would be a really great place to go to your yeah. YouTube to see the video where you show the different books that you've made that are all the same construction with the same formulas. And you do have a variety of them. And it, I, I thought it was really cool to see the variety of them. Yeah. Um, so another thing to know about this course is that I am hosting it on my teachable platform. So my teachable platform is called Willow Workshops. And Megan has made me the incredible lucky host of this course. And it's really very perfect because of my emotional attachment, I think, to the book itself. <laughs> um, you know, it's not just like a random thing where I'm just hosting because I can. I'm actually hosting this course because I care deeply about it. So I love that you've allowed me to host this course. So as far as customer service and you know questions issues, yeah, yeah questions tech issues that's all gonna come to me Megan has very little kids and not a lot of time on her hands and I'm, I'm already managing the Willow Workshops customer service behind the scenes so it's it's perfect I don't um, know how you do it all but I was so grateful that's why it made so much sense to to do it on someone's platform who knows what they're doing because like you said I'm just I'm overwhelmed with life behind the scenes and you're so good at what you do <laughs> I actually enjoy it and like I enjoy doing different parts of a business you know not just being you know not just being creative or not just being entrepreneurial like I like you know or just being the customer service person I like switching hats all day long um, and I'm pretty available. <laughs> so that's a, another good thing. <laughs> I, I don't have such a big hat rack. <laughs> I've got a big hat rack and a lot of availability. Yeah. It just so happens my husband also owns his own business and works a lot of hours and he works and he doesn't come home until about 10 o'clock at night. So I think in most households, like the, you know, the people come together at like 6.30 and have dinner and like spend the, the evening like hanging out together. That's not, that's not how it works here because my husband owns a manufacturing company and it runs on three shifts. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, he's gone a lot. So I'm just like twiddling my thumbs. 
See, that's so funny because it's almost another way, like with this journal, just to bring it full circle. But we have like similar stuff going on where like my partner, he is working to get a degree for the job that he does. And so he does night school. So like we come together and do dinner and put all the kids to bed, but then we both go back to work. He goes down to his his office and I go into the studio <clears throat> and I have time to work on my journals. <laughs> so that, that's why this all works. That's why it <laughs> you all have works. Creative time and I just <clears throat> time right now um so okay so as far as people finding the course to register for it um what that means is that you're going to go to my website which is willowanders.com so willowanders.com and that's where you're going to find the links to register and all the information about it we might as well go through some of the information about it so it is lifetime access. You'll have instant access to all of the lessons as soon as you register. And knowing Megan and I, there will be bonuses. Like there will be bonuses from Megan. If Megan allows, oh, yeah. I, will, I will also create some bonuses. I already have like three bonus videos that I need to run by you because <laughs> I'm like, okay, where do we add these? So yeah. I they're... love bonus content. It's my favorite Continue. thing. Well, but that's the other thing, which I'm sure you're about to bring up to. We also have a really nice, already um, lovely Facebook community where we're, we're all introducing ourselves. So I'm sure that we'll be putting um, extra content on both, you know, the Facebook um, group as well as uh, the class Yes. So we've got a already happy Facebook group. It's private. So anything that someone posts in there is not being posted to your public wall. That's important for people to know. So if you do want to post pages that are maybe a little bit more private, you know, knowing that the only people who are ever going to have access to that are the other people in the group. Um, it's also a place to bring ideas of things that you're writing about. So maybe an article that you've read that maybe other people might be like, wow, that's actually a really great article. And I might want to transcribe that. Or those are beautiful song lyrics and I've added them. Or a beautiful quote. Like, could you see how that the group would share resources for things to journal about as well? Sure. Or even, you know, if people start coming up with their own formulas that they like to use, if they're willing to share those, yes, we can all try whatever it could be. It could be whatever. It can be like a real community effort. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a manual, a printable manual, along with a supply list. The printable manual is beautiful. And I think we may have already touched upon this, but I want to make sure I touch upon it again. Once you've taken the course and you've gone all the way through, you may not want to keep having to open up the course and watch videos in order to work in the book. And the, one of the big goals of the manual was that you would have a reference guide that you could just open up and be like, oh, I want to work in the book and put in a bunch of art so that I can later journal into it. And you won't have to go watch videos. You'll just be able to look at Megan's samples of those formula pages. Yeah. And then just go to town. So that's yeah, like little overviews, like brief overviews and samples so that people, it's like a reference guide, literally. It's literally a reference guide. Okay. Um, there are going to be closed captions, i.e. subtitles. 
They haven't been put in there yet, but they will go in very, very shortly after the recording of this podcast episode. So before November 1, 2022, the closed captions should be added. They are in English and the closed captioning will cover all the original content, but it will not cover like an extended number of bonus videos that we just keep adding on the fly when, when they come up. Um, but if, if closed captioning is important to you, then know that it will be there in English. Um, there is lifetime access, meaning the lifetime of the business that is Willow Workshops, which should be for many, many years. Um, the videos are not downloadable, but you, again, you have access to watch them whenever you want, wherever it's convenient for you. And if you have any technical difficulties, just contact me. My email address is willowworkshops at gmail.com. So is there anything else that you feel it's important to share about this magical book that Yes. And I have forgotten. I was like, Ooh, and I should say, (laughs) (laughs) I actually got a full night's sleep last night. So I am doing better on my thinking. Um, Yeah. Sometimes these journals are just a way for me to wake up and like wake my body up, my muscles, my thinking muscles. Um, Facebook community, um, we touched upon the reference guide, and I can't think of the other thing. Let's talk about your stencils. I just, I want to talk oh, yeah. about stencils. You have an extensive line at this point of stencils. Yes. Um, but it's not that those stencils are required. It's no. you can use whatever your favorite stencils are. And I, I was just going to jump in. So I'm very passionate about people using what they have. Because again, like sometimes people get overwhelmed by having too many supplies or whatever. I totally, you know, pretty much. And I do try to save this, uh, say it as, as I'm working or, you know, yes, I'm using my stencils because obviously that makes sense, but, but really you, you can use whatever you have on hand for sure. Um, a lot of what we're doing is super, um, adaptable to whatever people have on hand. So the thing about my stencils is obviously I've been working on these journals for a while. And so I designed, um, ones that I wanted to have to work in these journals, but you can really accomplish what I do with my stencils that I sell with the stencils you have at home, or it's, you know, they're just there if people want to add to their collections and, you know, have my designs, that's fine. But it's bare, you know, not a lot of supplies for this course. It's paint, paper, you know, basic, basic. Pens are really important. I I definitely think like some Posca pens make it really, really nice. Whatever black art pen you love using um, is going to be like fundamental some good white paint pens, like a white Uniball Signo. I really like those Sharpies that you introduced me to with the water course. Yeah. 
the the water-based ones those are really great it, they're really good yeah but but for the most part like obviously I'm happy for people to pick up my stencils because it is my company but but everyone is going to have so much stuff already that you you really can use whatever um tell us where to get your stencils uh I have an Etsy shop which is also Megan Quinlan studio um, I think when you type it in, I think it comes up now. I think originally I don't have any spaces. So sometimes if you do it without spaces, it comes up faster. Um, and it's, I do ship worldwide. Shipping is awful. Uh, just in general, since COVID, it's just gone up. So that's painful, but I do ship worldwide. I've shipped to Africa, to Israel, Oman. I could go on. So I ship everywhere. Is it, is it more economical regarding the shipping, the more stencils you get at once because you only have to pay? Yeah, it, it kind of is. Um, so much of shipping is just for tracking too. It's really annoying. But yes, yes, obviously, you know, um, if, if you're getting more than one item, it just, and you know what I notice? Um, I have a lot of uh, fans from Australia and I noticed what they'll do is they'll get together with a friend who wants stuff and they'll all kind of go in on a big order. And, um, you know, that way they can share the, the shipping costs. So that kind of can be a good way to go to just in general when you're buying anything, you know, if you're international. That's um, Yeah. Do it with a friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I think... We've about covered everything. I think so. I really do. I'm sure it will be covered somewhere <laughs> in the class or the videos or our newsletter. <laughs> if you have any just general questions about the course, you can always reach out to Megan. Yes. You can always, always reach out to Megan. My DMs and Instagram, I'm happy to answer questions there um, about anything. Uh, I'm really good about that. I, I will get back to you shortly. I will, I will add a note here when it comes to technical questions or customer service questions. I do not like DMS for that. I don't think people realize when they send companies DMS um, that a lot of people like they need to manage those types of questions on their computer and not yeah not on um, like a phone or something. So actually, if you do have any type of technical questions, customer service issues, always send me, Wendy, an email at willowworkshops at gmail.com. All right, I'm ready to end this recording and go work in my Jaya. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, have an awesome day, Megan. All right, you too. Thanks, Wendy. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Show Up or Shut Up with Wendy Solganic. If you've made some art or craft while you listened, take a photo of it, post it to Instagram, and tag me at willa.wanders so I can see what you were up to. And if you feel like what we talked about here spoke to you today, please hit the subscribe button so that you will be the first to know about new episodes of this podcast. Have a wonderful day. Go create something, anything, 
and I hope you find your flow.